Hi, I'm Shamar Griffith, codenamed Comic Shams. Hey, this is Andrew Tejada, codenamed Arate. We love DC animation. So here's something we enjoy in this bonus episode of... Yeah, another DC animated podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. me to introduce my associates miss quinn and shanty welcome to yet another episode of yet another dc animated podcast my name is shamar griffith codename comic shams and i am andrew tahada codename arate andrew and i are taking a bit of a break here from our young justice coverage uh mainly because we wanted to pause out of respect for the late Arlene Sorkin, who unfortunately passed away a couple days ago from where we're recording right now. Um, Arlene, she, Arlene Sorkin is an actress, screenwriter, comedian, and most importantly, the original voice actress and the inspiration for the iconic Cupid of Crime, Dr. Harleen Quinzel, more famously known as Harley Quinn. Uh, so when we... First, getting the news again. It's been a couple of days. Uh, Andrew, how are you feeling? What went through your mind when you first heard uh, about her passing? This this was definitely a, a tough news story to hear because uh, you know, especially last year, we we all know that we lost Kevin Conroy. Uh, he had he was going through a private battle, so to hear another great actress just gone so quick it was really really gave me pause to to think about you know her legacy and what she had done because to me in terms you know we're not we're not going to be here and comparing who's the best who's stacking we're not doing any of that today (laughs) right just to me it's on the same level for me because of her importance to the character to dc as a whole with what she brought to Harley Quinn all those years ago and what still resonates outwards. So to me, it, it really felt like losing an icon in the industry. And that was something that just couldn't be glanced over. It definitely needed mm-hmm. a moment to to breathe and to, you know, appreciate what she did and her legacy and her history with this iconic character. I agree. It's uh, it's definitely a tough one because it's again, unfortunately, seeing a lot of our, oh, another one of our heroes passing. And with Arlene, the the way that she brought such an energy to a character that was not even in the comics at all. Like again, this we've mentioned it in the past, but Harlene Quinzel, um, she was a character created specifically on the show of Batman, the animated series. And at a time that when you really look back on it, it was not that long ago, uh, just about 30 years. She celebrated her 30 year anniversary uh, just last year. You know, hearing again, when I first heard the news, uh, I was shocked, obviously always hoping that in cases like that, it's just some for a, a hoax. Unfortunately, that was not the case. But as I thought about Arlene and the impact that she's had as Harley Quinn and as an actress, it's just astounding to see the work that she has done again, especially as Harley Quinn, because we've seen how that character has grown throughout time. And by which we mean a few times we covered it on the podcast, we covered um, the portrayals that was done by other actresses, such as Melissa Rauch, Tara Strong, Kaylee Cuoco, 
Hinden Walsh as well. Um, but we haven't even talked about the full character of Harley Quinn throughout media um, and their appearances in not only live action productions such as Birds of Prey and uh, the Margot Robbie series of stuff with Suicide Squad, but also just even small things like Lego Batman or even her Japanese mm-hmm. appearances in Batman Ninja and other productions. Again, this character has been popping up so much throughout DC animation and content and live action, but the personality, the persona, the the inflection of the voice, the iconic reflection of, inflection of the voice is all because of Arlene Sorkin, who, um, you know, just going through her journey right now, uh, Arlene kind of popped up on the scene uh, back in 1982 when she had a couple of uncredited roles in Saturday Night Live and as well as the movie Trading Places. Um, and, you know, for most people, that uncredited role might discourage people. But fortunately for her, she just kept going. She appeared in many more movies, got a hosting gig on the show America's Funniest People, and even decided to take a stab at voice acting herself when she got the role of Veronica in the episode of Tasmania. Uh, fun fact about <laughs> that episode, it is it is a watch. I recently just watched it <laughs> because after hearing about the passing, I just wanted to know more about where she was. And in that episode, she plays an attractive woman who turns out to be a witch. Um, so uh-huh. loving already the dichotomy where we have like this, you know, someone who looks very like you wouldn't believe that of them and then turns into be like someone trying to take over the world. Um, and she also gets saved by a Batman like character in that. So it, just hearing that, it just feels like it was almost meant to be. <laughs> it was her. It was a practice before she knew what she was practicing for. <laughs> yes. And that's not the only time she practiced for this iconic role that she would end up taking over. The biggest connection that Arlene Sorkin has to Harley Quinzel is not just her voice. It's not just the similarities in the name. It's back all the way in 1987. I feel bad for saying all the way. That's not that long. So sorry for people out there. Born in 1987. I'm close by. We're close by. Bye. Yeah. Just make sure to drink your insured. That, yes. <laughs> um, but Andrew, actually, have you ever seen Days of Our Lives? I mean, I grew up watching soap opera stuff, so it might cross my path. Sorry, but it was only Spanish telenovelas ah, in our okay. house. So uh, <laughs> no no days of our lives, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's the same vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <pretty. laughs> um, but yeah, so in Days of Our Lives, this uh, long running soap opera drama television series that I believe is still going on even to this day, 59 seasons strong, um, Arlene played the character Calliope Jones. Uh, she was clearly, from what I can tell, uh, was a fan favorite. She played this very eccentric individual that was a clothing designer, or an assistant to a clothing designer. And she had that role on and off during the series from 1984 to 2010 and recently retired the character in 2010 after appearing in over 400 episodes of the series. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as, as a reminder for people who are may not who may not know or do know about these these soap operas and telenovelas, they premiere an episode almost every day. <laughs> New episodes <laughs> every day. What, it, that's a marathon. Yeah. I have so much respect for them. 
And just seeing that Arlene as Calliope was in it every day, bringing the same energy that she was bringing is astounding, especially in this 1987 episode where Arlene got a chance to like flex her comedian muscles here, where in this weird scenario, again, these are soap operas, so you expect some weird scenarios at times. It's a bedtime story being told. So it takes all the characters and transports them into this like magical kingdom world where Arlene plays a court jester trying to make the royal family of the king, the queen, and their prince laugh. She comes dressed in this two-tone Pied Piper outfit, which when you look at it is actually the same colors of where you see Harley's outfits nowadays of this like pink and blue. And she's just trying to make the royal family laugh. Uh, She's a bit unsuccessful though, because they're dealing with their own personal drama. But when you hear the jokes, you just... You can hear Harley Quinn in it. Uh, she's making all these great crude jokes at times. Uh, my favorite one is something that was dealing with like the moon and her butts and how we you know that connection of the full moon. <laughs> uh, again, this was on network television, just so no actual butts were actually shown. It was all clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they share that they, the family, the royal family shares that they're not going to laugh until the princess is safe. So at this point, uh, Calliope as the court justice shares that she's going to do it and she finally gets a laugh out of the entire family because they're trying to figure out how is a clown, a jester, going to be the one to save the princess who's been taken from us. That starts her journey, leading her to convincing knights to join her crusade. And when they find the princess during the battle to try and save her, in the real world, a comment is made about what are women doing during this time. It's hard to believe that this court jester who was able to rally these troops is just off on the sidelines waiting for the men to finish the the job so that they can take the princess back home. And immediately the story adjusts so that it shows um, Arlene as Calliope fighting in this scene, making crude jokes to defeat the rogues and to save the princess. That is, (laughs) that is too perfect. It's too perfect. (laughs) It is, yeah. It's like as I was watching, it I was just like, "This is exact." It's weird to see how this is exactly how Harley's journey from beginning to now has been like. Where it's just like a character who, and especially in this story, probably in this episode, isn't the first to come to mind. But then you see her grow over time and take over and really have a handle of the scene to the point where she grab we gravitate towards her and. That feeling was probably the same feeling that her longtime friend and writer, Paul Denny, um, as we know, is the uh, co-creator of this entire universe of the DCAU, had when during an interview with Kevin Smith, he shared that this was the reason this scene in particular is the reason why he wanted to create a character for Joker's group of his goons. And he thought of adding a woman. And when he saw Arlene in this role, he immediately saw the character of Harley Quinn. He invited Arlene to voice the character in, in this episode of Batman, the animated series. And then by September 11th, 1992, when Joker's Favor first aired on Fox, uh, this was the first season of Batman, the animated series. And not only is it the first appearance of the Joker in this series, but it's the debut of the crudely charismatic Brooklyn Yiddish nasally voice of Harleen Quinzel. 
That's the description. So don't think we were adding that. That's yes. <laughs> the official <laughs> on the book's description. <laughs> As for and Brooklyn, we know what we're talking about. Exactly. We know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's our, probably why every single, I always loved Harley because I was just like, yeah, this is exactly someone in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, as voiced by Arlene, this will go on for several years, um, from 1992 until her last day as Harley Harley Quinn and her actual last time ever vo- voice acting, acting in general, where she uh, voiced Harley one more time in the DC Universe online video game uh, that released in 2011. So with all of that content that's out there about her, Andrew, when you do you have a favorite scene of Harley Quinn that comes to mind for you? Couldn't possibly pick a favorite scene. The most I could limit to was a favorite episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this, I believe this was um, Batman animated. Sometimes I mix it up with new Batman adventures. But there's an episode where Harley, it starts with Harley and Arkham. And it's called Harley's Holiday. And she starts off in Arkham. And she's being paroled. And they say, hey, look, you just you've been making great improvements. We see that you are separated from the Joker. So we think you're ready to go back into society. And she ends up going to buy a dress at a store. And the ta- she's so excited to buy the dress that she leaves the tag on and that um, it gets caught on the way out. And security is just trying to grab her her back in to remove the tag but she thinks she's being attacked and being accused of stealing the dress so because of course she has her pet hyenas with her as she should uh as a as a going always got that thing on you (laughs) exactly so the hyenas end up attacking the security guard which leads to the police being called and batman coming in and bruce actually in this moment is not doesn't have time to get to a costume because he's already shopping at the store in a civilian identity. And he goes to the dressing rooms and Harley burst out saying, I tried to be good. I really did, but no one will let me. So I'm going to cut loose. And the rest of the episode, we get into this, this crazier plot where she's accidentally saves a mob, somebody from a mob boss and goes through all of these things And at the end of the episode, she has a confrontation with Batman where, again, she echoes, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to end up back here, back as a villain. And that's just going to be my cycle. And then at the end of the episode, Batman goes with Harley to Arkham and a psychiatrist says, look, we you had a setback, but no one's going to press charges. We're going to get you back out there. We're just going to take it's just going to take a little bit more time for you. And when she goes to Batman, it's like, why'd you stay with me all day through this bad day? And he goes, well, I had a bad day once, so I know what it's like. And that's when Harley says, sweet guys like you shouldn't have bad days and plants a kiss on Batman. And that's where the episode ends. That episode and that performance, there is so much in there. This this joy of being released, this this feeling of being cornered, which I think people can relate to. I on many levels, you know, as as a black man in America going into a store and, you know, you being suspected of something just because of, you know, outside appearances, you can identify with Harley in the scene of her offense and her overreaction to it because it's not the first time it's happened, 
it's just the latest, the thing that breaks the dam for her. You know, so it's, there are a lot of many situations in this episode that are kind of universal and it, but it brings back to this quirky eccentric character of Harley Quinn. And I just always think of it because it's such a complete journey of Harley at, in her early stages. Now we just kind of take for granted that she's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just assumed, <laughs> but the journey before that is hard. You know, she didn't go from being Joker's girlfriend to being the hero of Birds of Prey and her own animated series. There's a really tough period in between. And I think Harley's Holiday captures that beautifully. And of course, what goes without saying, but Arlene Sorkin in that episode is just firing on every cylinder. She absolutely has command over the character. And I, it just is my favorite memory of Harley when I think about Harley Quinn in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that scene. And again, I agree. It's one of Arlene's one of the biggest moments in um as the role of Harley Quinn. Um and you know, I thought about this too, and I couldn't pick one scene in particular. Uh for me, like Arlene's version of Harley has just been so encompassing in terms of like when I think of Harley Quinn, I think I just immediately think of all the lines and the dialogue and the the all, always leaning into the funny crude jokes that come out of her, and always love the fact of like there is this this one in particular that I always used to laugh at. I think when I was too young to be laughing about it, <laughs> where uh, she's this cop. See, I think it's uh, I think it's Bullock. He sees her. He's like, didn't I? Didn't I try to do? I, do we know each other? And then she says, I tried to serve you a subpoena once. It was a small subpoena, and <laughs> I just knew it was. <laughs> this is this is the Harley Quinn that just loves being able to poke fun at some of the big things and the small things at life. Um, someone who has a quick response, and again, this is just some of the many many moments that Arlene was able to create with Harley Quinn. Um, so, with that, definitely want to recommend some stuff for y'all if you want to relive some of. Arlene's moments of Harley Quinn. Um, first things first, just definitely check it out on YouTube. Uh, the Days of Our Lives Bedtime Story Dream Sequence is available on there. Uh, <laughs> just type it in. Honestly, I was able to find it in so many different versions. Um, and of course, check out uh, her episodes. She has about nine or so throughout the Batman, the animated series. Um, so but more so, we check out definitely Harley's Holidays. So it's always such a fun episode, an important episode. Uh, Mad Love, you get a great chance to just see, hear from her, her own account of like her own journey and what happened to her. Uh, this Harley Quinade, which is a fun little story about how Harley has to be the one to save the day because she has to work with Batman, which we're not too, um, which we're very familiar with. And of course, also check out um, Holiday Nights from Batman, the animated series is also a fun episode um, because in that one, uh, Bruce Wayne gets mind controlled by Harley a little bit. So we get to see some fun (laughs) moments there. (laughs) Also available throughout YouTube is the Gotham Girls series, that Flash animation series. You can see a bunch of, this is probably like the longest list of um, Harley Quinn performances that Arlene has. And also one of her last times uh, voicing the character of Harley Quinn. If you have it, play through Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, I think we're at a point now where it's available on pretty much every single platform. Um, So if you have the game, check it out. It's a lot of fun. 
uh, Harley's is great in that very one again, a very iconic role for her. One of the first times where we got a chance to see her working alongside some good friends of hers, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, to bring these characters to life one more time after they had more or less retired from the role for a bit. Um, and with that, we just want to say one last time to Arlene Sorkin, uh, thank you again for the memories that you were able to create for us. Uh, because again, without you, there would be no Harley Quinn. And just seeing how the character has grown since then, uh, we hope that you're proud um, and that we've made you proud of all the love that we have for Harley Quinn, that is how she is now and the way that she has grown over time. Echo all of that times a thousand. Uh, mm -hmm. Leaves such a legacy, so many good memories for us, a character that means so much to everyone around the world. Like you said, the character would not exist mm -hmm. without Arlene. So always going to be thankful for that. Anytime you see Harley Quinn in the future, uh, whether she's on the big screen, whether you're watching her on Max, on whatever show you might be watching, every movie cameo, just remember where that came from and who started it all. And I think she'd be happy with that memory as well. With that, we'll close. Uh, take care of yourselves. We'll be back soon with some more episodes. And in the meantime, uh, again, check out these episodes. Get a chance to really, as you said, Andrew, relive the memories and continue her journey and her story. But aren't we all a little crazy? 